Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Come on, let's put our hands together. Let's acknowledge. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and the battle belongs to him. Can we give these guys a hand? Come and help me. The team, Justin, come in and set up. Get a space ready for us to enter into the presence of God. Yeah. And you know, as we're worshiping during the second song, I, I just closed my eyes and I, I lifted my hands and just made myself a little bit vulnerable. And in that exact moment, I got a picture of Jesus sitting in a field with people just coming towards him and sitting around him and encountering Jesus. And I thought, that's, we have that opportunity every single week. The Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. Jesus is here. The Holy Spirit, we, we stand in the presence of God here this afternoon. God is here for you. And it's as much as it is about the worship and it is about the, the word, it's, it, it's about you and Jesus connecting again, encountering each other. And I know that God, this is our, our dream service, our, our visions and dream service for the year, to, to plan for the year ahead and to dream and believe and step out by faith. But as I preached a few weeks back, this year is, is already blessed. God has already declared 2022 a, a blessed year. We don't hope, we don't desire, we don't want, we walk in faith knowing yeah. That, that today is blessed and tomorrow is blessed and Monday is blessed and she, every single day of this year we can walk in the blessing and favour of God and all he says is draw near to me yeah. and I will draw near to you so can I encourage us just to take a moment I've been asked a little bit like what's the vision of the church and two years ago it would have just rolled off my tongue the vision of the church is this but we live in a different world and a different day. And honestly, I, I've thought about this and reflected on this in, in the last few weeks. And the vision of this church is God glorified and people connected to, loved on, welcomed in, however they are, wherever they are, whatever they look like, loving God and loving people. That's the vision of this church. We, we, we will make disciples. We will see people wonder Christ. We'll, we'll water baptize. We'll, we'll see miracles. But, but I, I want faith stirred. That's the vision of this house, that you would be stirred in your faith, that the, the, the solid rock that you stand upon is the revelation of Jesus Christ, that he is with you and he is for you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. That if you have him, you have everything you need to succeed in life. So can we just lift our hands? I just I just want to take a moment and I want you to picture yourself in that field sitting with Jesus. Just allow yourself to have a moment of encounter. Thank you, Heavenly Father. God, you're so good. We love you. We worship you. We lift high and bless the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody with a pain in your right shoulder, you're going to feel the heat come into your shoulder. Just say, thank you, Jesus, I receive my healing. 
some of you be getting pain in your in your right side and it's you don't know if it's sciatica or it's your hip it's around your kidney region but there's pain in the muscles in your side just put your hand on your side you're going to feel heat come into that and healing is going to flow into your body our god is a healer he's a miracle worker father have your way in our lives fathers we come to write down dreams and visions today father i just thank you that the dreams that you have for our lives are far bigger than any we could. That you're the God that wants to do it exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine. But you still want us to imagine. And you still want us to dream. And you still want us to believe. And you still want us to step out. But thank you, God. You always do so much more for each of our lives. We love you, Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. Come on, one more time. Can we give God a hand for the start? Appreciate you. You're a great man. He sends me messages all week long. I've been Googling Facebook Live and I've been working this out. I've got a little device for you for recording and you're just you're a great man, Drew. Really appreciate it. Has everybody had a good week? Yeah. Ish. That's all right, it's good to be honest. But I've had a fantastic week, and the Walshes had a fantastic week. They became grandparents this week. So Peter and Ainsley Walsh, their daughter, uh, who's been in hospital for a long time with Bub, delivered a perfectly healthy little baby, a little boy. So Walshy is now a grandfather. So if you, if you think of him or if you've got his number, send him a text, congratulate him. But that's very exciting. And how good is it to be alive? Yeah. I'm probably going to razz a little bit this afternoon and poke and prod and just, just to get like, just some feedback and some response. It is good to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> but it is, it's, this is a good life. We have been gifted an opportunity to adventure for however many days we have, dreaming and believing and looking towards a, a brand new day every single day. Yeah. Bible says his mercies are new every single morning. That is grace is sufficient for our life. It is, it's a good, good life that we've been given. And uh, before I get into this, I, can I just add to what Anushka said? And I just thought that was brilliant around an offering word. Just this is how we feel. Some people feel hesitant. Some people don't want. Some people feel awkward. Or and, and there's the, the sensor. That's that's all right. And can I just say to you, if anybody ever has any questions about the church finances, we're an open book. Please come and ask us. We're in the healthiest financial state we've ever been in, which I'm excited about because part of the vision of this church is to get a building yeah. and to take land. So, so as we dream towards your dreams for your life, for your family, your relationships, your finances, your future, your health, can, can I ask you to dream as well for the church? Yeah. That God would make a way with counsel and with, with authorities that we could get a building, yeah. that zoning would change, that we could step out. But, but as a church, and, and not a massive church, we've got nearly a quarter of a million dollars sitting in the bank that I have zero access to. Uh, I'm not a signatory on anything. I don't sign off. We've got a board that governs us. We're, we're governed by the ACNC, which is a charitable um, overseeing body of the, of the Australian government. But if anybody ever has any questions, I, I'd love you to come and speak to us about how the dollars are spent, what we do, and how we do it. But just on that note, I want to let you know, because of your generosity, in the last two weeks, we've been able to help uh, three 
women and families you know, in domestic violence situations. We've been able to help a, a solo mum that's that's grieving and couldn't even afford to uh, get her son's ashes from the, the funeral home. We were able to pay for those as a church so that she, she could have her son's ashes. So I just want to let you know we're doing what we can in this situation and this season. Uh, but if there's ever any questions, please come and see us. As I said, we're an open book and I would love to talk that through with you. Um, Today is our dream service, and this is something we do at the beginning of each year, uh, and, and it's an exciting time for us, because like Melissa said, when you look back on what's been written down and realise, hang on, I, I wrote it down and I believed for it, and then God did it. it. It's an amazing thing to look back and go, I didn't even, I, I did dream it, and I did desire it, and I did want it, but it came to pass. Yeah. Uh, and, and it sets a goal and a, and a target for you to travel towards. So that's why we would always encourage us to write our dreams down, pray over them. And, and before we do that, I just want to simply look at a few scriptures and ask us all three questions. Is that all right? Yeah. I want to ask us three questions today. But in Psalm 37, starting in verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I love that. Take, what do you have to do to succeed in life? Work harder. Strive more. Risk more. No, it says take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. He created you. He knows you. It says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, God, he knit you together. He calls you a masterpiece. Yeah. He knows your life. He knows your makeup. He knows who you are, the, 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 the thoughts that you think, the dreams that you have. He knows all these things. And he goes, I will give you the desires of your heart. Just take delight in me. Beautiful. And I wonder how often other things take the, we take delight in before God. How often other things are number one before God? And, and God doesn't want much. He just wants to be number one in our lives. So as I look through, you know, the lens of towards 2022, I have to look through the lens, like Melissa said, of where is Jesus fit in this equation? Do, am I delighting myself in him before anything else? Yeah, it says, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He wants to do the heavy lifting in our lives. The only thing we have to do, there's a saying that a, a tree's struggle isn't to produce fruit. It's to find water. But when it finds water, it produces what it's created to produce. Our struggle in life isn't to succeed and to be and to achieve and to do. Our struggle is to find our water source. Yeah. Find our source of life. John 15 says, abide in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Stay connected to me. Stay connected to your life source and your life and your world will produce what it's created to produce. He'll make the, your righteousness reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Sometimes I wish certain things weren't written in the Bible. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we know all, things, all scriptures God breathed that is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, that the man and woman of God would be thoroughly equipped, lacking nothing, ready for every good work. I don't like that. <laughs> be patient. Yeah. Why? I want it now. 
because God's timing is perfect for our lives. And we get what we should have when we should have it, when we walk in God's ways and in his timing. Be still for the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret. Fret means to boil over with anxiety, to, 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 to heat up. It's not hard in these times and these seasons to boil over with anxiety or stresses or fears. But if I can tell you my vision for this church is that every single member would walk in faith that their life would be ruled by faith, not fear. That faith would overcome in every situation. That faith would lift them higher than the circumstances they face. That, that faith would be the thing that lifts their chin. Where they start looking heavenward. Where they say, I lift my eyes to the hills to where my help comes from. Because my help comes from the Lord. When they carry out their wicked street, refrain from anger, turn from wrath, do not fret, it leads only to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found, but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. I love this. Walk in God's ways, wait on him and experience peace and prosperity. Would, would anybody like 2022 to be marked by peace and prosperity? Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. And I'm not talking finances. I'm talking prosperity of relationships, mm-hmm. prosperity of health, yeah. prosperity of sanity, prosperity of <laughs> visions, prosperity of in every area of my life. God wants to touch your world and bless your world in such an amazing way that you wake up every day going, I am living the dream life. <laughs> I, I am living my best life. We, it, it's possible. We can do it. We just have to flip a switch. So I have three questions for all of us today. Is that all right? Yeah. You're very quiet. It makes me nervous. It's like I've gone to the principal's office. I get nerve. I don't get nervous often. What do you see? What do you say? And what do you do? What do you see? What do you say? And what do you do? For our lives to reflect God's intentions, these three things matter. Because what you see matters. What you say counts. And what you do realizes God promises for your life. What you see matters. The lens you look through, what you focus on. There's a saying that we travel in life in the direction of our dominant thoughts. What are you looking at that is becoming perception in your life that you're seeing? What, what do you see? Do you see future or do you see failure? Do you see future and hope or do you see devastation and and being pulled down by circumstance or sentiment or situation or societal thoughts around certain issues? What, What do you see? It's very important. Have you got a vision for your future? Some people have never written down a vision for their future. Some people live day to day tossed and thrown by by the winds of life, by the, the waves of life. The Bible says if you if you lack anything, come to me and ask for it. But if you come to me, come in faith. Because the man that comes in fear is like is like a wave of the sea tossed to and fro. He shouldn't expect to receive anything from God. The vision is the thing that causes us to walk by faith. To call, to, to to walk truthfully and, and straight towards the future. And, and I want to ask you are you stuck in a holding pattern or are you dreaming big? My vision for your life is that you would dream big, dream big, audacious, out there, bold, 
I can't believe I'm, I'm even saying these dreams. That, you would, you would, that you'd fear to tell other people because your dreams are so big. We've got one life to live. Let's live it. We've got one life. The day I die, I'm dead. How's that for good theology? <laughs> when I die, I will be dead. So I may as well live while I'm alive. We, let, let's shake this tree. Let's see what fruit falls down. Let's, let's live big lives. Jesus didn't come into this life to minimize your world and your opportunities. It says, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. The other guy, he comes to steal. He comes to limit. He comes to minimize. He comes to crush. He comes to hurt you. I just came to give you life. Walk with me and experience the life that I have for you. And that's how I want to live. I want to live beyond circumstance. I want to dream big. I want to see. I want, and I, every day I'm like, God, show me what you have for me. Show me what you have for our family. Show me the future that you've already outlined for me that you're saying it's good. You're, you're telling me just to keep walking towards what you've already created for me because it's good. I can't understand it. Why does my brother have cancer? Why have I walked through this situation? Why have I? He says it's all good. Just keep walking towards me. Keep, keep seeing what I have for you because that will propel you towards your future. Have you ever been on a plane and been put into a holding pattern? I was flying back into the Sunshine Coast a little while ago and there, was, there were storms and you, you literally could see the airport and, and they just rose higher and higher and just put us into a holding pattern. And, and I've, I've had this quite a few times so I knew what this meant. We're going back to Brisbane. And I might just turn around and go to Brisbane now. But they don't do it. They put you in a holding pattern. We just got to hold here. We just got to wait. We just, it, it, it may clear. It's not clearing. Just go back to Brisbane. Because it's going to take 15 minutes to get to Brisbane, then two hours to get on a shuttle and come back around. But for an hour, you're in a, and it's frustrating. And, and, and then they go, I'm sorry, it's not clearing. We're going back to Brisbane. I said, we knew that an hour ago. Just go back to Brisbane. So then you've got your hour, then you've got your 15 minutes, then you've got your two-hour show. It's, like, it's frustrating. And sometimes that can be how we are in life. But God says, I don't want you in a holding pattern. I want you to have vision for your life. I want you to see beyond the storm, because if you can see beyond the storm, you'll see me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. God is with us every step of the way, but we need to be able to see and perceive him. And in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, Where there's no vision, no revelation of God in his world, the people are unrestrained, but happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. And like I was saying in the scripture just before, people often can't see because they don't slow down. They're caught up in the rhythm of life, but not in the rhythm of the life giver. And Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. Do you know you'll never know God so closely and intimately until you need God and you've stilled yourself to meet with him? I don't know if you've had times in your life where it's just, you are so desperate, you sit and say, you've just, I've got nothing else, so you stop. And God meets you at that place. He is faithful to his word. Like we said when we were praying before service, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's ever present. He's always with us. And I love what verse 5 said in Psalm 37, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. But do you know what you see is more important than what God says? Do you know that? What you see is more important than what God says. Because it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. 
plans to prosper you or not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God knows the plans that he has for our lives. But if we don't see them, we can't comprehend and accept them, and we can't step out in them. And so often I'm not looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of my faith. I'm looking at my circumstance. I'm looking at my storm. I'm looking at my mountain. I'm looking at my giant. But he says, would you just look to me? Because if you see me, you'll find the answer. If you see me, faith will come. If you look to me, you will rise above. I love what it says. It says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Rise up on wings as eagles. Run and not grow. We walk and will not faint. Just look to me. And I love this because in Jeremiah 11, 1, 1, 11, it says, the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I feel like that's a question God is asking the church today. And when I say church, I mean us individually because we are the church. What do you see? He says, I see a branch of an almond tree. The Lord said to me, you've seen correctly, for I'm watching to see that my word is fulfilled. In Isaiah, it says, no word spoken in the name of Jesus returns void, but it accomplishes that for which it was sent. God has already sent a word over your life. He's already sent a word over your future. But now he's saying, what do you see? Do you see what I've seen? Do you see what I've declared? Because if you see it correctly, it will come to pass. I'm looking, I'm watching over my word to perform it. God wants his will to manifest and come to pass in your life. He just wants you to see it first. You've got to dream. You've got to believe. You've got to turn on your creativity and say, God, I know there's more. God, I'm waiting on you. God, what do you have for me? And Helen Keller, who's a, a famous blind author, she said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. I've, I've shared it before, but there's a saying that most men die when they're 30 and we bury them when they're 80. Because they stop living and just start existing. Yeah. And they just walk through observing life day to day, never having a vision for tomorrow. I want to encourage you, come alive. Come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the presence of God. Let the Spirit of God fill you. Stir it. Stir yourself in your most holy faith. Come alive in your business. Come alive in your in the anointing upon your life. Come alive in, in what makes you your heart beat and what you're passionate. Come alive. Yeah. Don't just exist. Don't just breathe oxygen and get through the day and fall into bed and do it all again tomorrow. This isn't Groundhog Day. This is your life. Let it be magnificent. Let it represent the glory of God. Let it reflect your creator. Amen? Amen. We've got to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is faith in God and connection to him. That's the deal. That's the deal more than your business. That's the deal more than your car. That's the deal more than your house. That's the deal more than anything is faith in Jesus Christ and connection to him. If you do that, you will look back on, on 2022 when we're in a brand new year and you'll go, it was good. It was a good year. It was a God year. I put God first. Nothing else matters. Amen. Yeah. Hebrews 11 to 6 says faith is the only thing that pleases God. Yeah. If you have to work on anything this year, work on faith. Work on cultivating faith. I've got, I've got a whole stack of these Bibles in a year from Awakened Church in San Diego. I, I don't have, when I say stack, I've got about 20 or something like that. But if, if you want one of these, I want to give one to you. If you, yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, and, and, but if, if I give it to you, I want you to use it. Yeah. 
day in and day out. I want you to feed your soul. I want you to be stirred by the word. I want you to, to get, I do this every year. I do it on a, online, on, on my phone, but I'm going to do it in the, in the paper and I'm going to highlight, I'm going to underline and I'm going to work through this. But if you would like that, I would like to give you one of these and our good friends, Jürgen Leanne, sent those over from San Diego. So that's what do you see? But the second thing is this, what do you say? What are you saying over this year? What are you saying over your circumstance? What are you saying right now over where you are? H- have you got a dream? But then what are you saying? Because what you see matters, but what you say counts. Because it sets the direction and course for what you've seen. Whether you will or you won't. Whether you can or you can't. Whether faith will rule or, or fear will rule. But it says in Jeremiah 1.5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set your apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I'm too young. Can I encourage you this year? Stop making excuses. You've got every single thing you need to succeed in life. Go out and succeed. Go out and be the best version of you you can be. You're created in the image of God, filled with the Spirit of God, called to the purposes of God. Go out there and live in victory. Stop making excuses. Moses made excuses and never entered the promised land. God is calling, and I, and I want to stir the church, God is calling us to higher levels of faith and, and, and more pure ways of living. It says the integrity of the upright will guide them, the unjust are destroyed by their duplicity. I want to be who I say I am. I want us to be a church that glorifies God. I want to lift high the name of Jesus. When people look at us, they go, you must know Jesus because you look like Jesus. You act like Jesus. You, wh- why are you giving me this? Why are you doing that? Why are you being generous? Why are you all blessed? Because that's, that's who I am. That's the image I'm created in. Amen? Amen. Speak faith. Do you know you don't have to repeat mistruths? Just because everybody else is saying something doesn't mean you have to. You can just speak truth. You can just speak faith. You can just speak hope and positivity towards your, your future. Bold, confident declarations according to the Word of God. What does the Word of God say about your life? Do you know the promises that God has made over your life? Because you can just keep repeating those. Not, I'm going to get sick. Not, I'm going to go broke. Not, my, my business is going to go under. No, no, you can just speak. I'm the head, not the tail, above and not beneath. I'm blessed. I'm highly favoured. I'm called. I'm anointed. I'm sanctified. I'm set apart. You can say that. Because yeah. what you say is more powerful than what God said. God gave you free will to choose. And just because he wants to bless you doesn't mean you'll live blessed. You can disagree with God. I want to encourage you not to, but you can disagree with God. The smartest thing we'll ever do, it says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. When we fall in line with God's will for our lives, his plans and purpose outwork themselves in our lives. Because you can say, you know what? You've called me to be courageous. You've called me to bold. You said the righteous are as bold as lions. But I can say, no, no, I'm poor. I'm I'm broken. I'm I'm lost. I'm fearful. I'm cursed. There's a a line of curses in my family. I'm not going to agree with what others say. I'm not going to agree with what what I think that isn't in line with the word of God. I'm going to agree with God over my life. It says, but thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I have victory. The Bible says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's what I'm going to say. There's no weapon. It says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm just going to start saying what God said. I'm just going to start agreeing with what the word of God says over my life so I can see it 
happen in 2022? Are you, are you directing your life or you're allowing others and other things to? Psalm 81 says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and fill it. God wants to, to fill your He wants to give you the words to speak. In the circumstances you don't understand, the things that you, you don't know what to do, God will give you the words to speak. Before you were born, he anointed you. And he called you to be a prophet. Be a prophet to your family. Be a prophet to your future. Be a prophet to your business. Start declaring what will be and watch God do it on your behalf. I love there's a great story in 2 Kings 4. of It's a Shunammite woman. She's a woman that's made space for God in her life. She, she's, she's seen the man of God come along and she's made space for him. And, and the story goes that he said, what can we do for you? And his servant says she has no choice. She says, no, 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 I, that's, that's something I've been dreaming for for a long time, but don't do that. That's my heart's attached to that. If that doesn't happen, I'll, I'll be broken forever. And, and long and short of it was, within a year, he said, you'll be holding a child. And within a year, she was holding a child. The child grew and the child went out to reap with his father. And it says that the sun was hot and it was noonday. And he said, my head, my head, and goes back to his mother, gets sent to his mother and dies on her lap. And she, she calls to her servant and says, saddle a donkey. we got to go to the man of God. He goes, it's not a new moon. It's not a Sabbath. Why are you going today? Why would you? She goes, it is well. A promise came to pass in her life and then died, was taken from her. And the first thing she did, she did was said, it is well. She spoke towards what would be, not what was. And I want to encourage you, there may have been things during this season that have died in your life. Speak towards what will be, not what is. Speak towards the promises, not, the, not, not what you face right now, because what you face right now may be real, but it's real in this zone. But it's not real in the heavenlies. It, God gazumps what we're walking through right now. He, he says, quiet, be still, and the storm is. He goes and touches a casket, and a dead boy is raised to life. He, he tells a centurion, go your faith, your daughter will be healed. And at that very moment, there are, there are things in your life that you see as impossible that you need to speak it as well. Don't speak negativity. Don't agree with the devil. Don't agree with the world. Don't agree with the word of God for your life. Amen. Yeah. I love in Mark 10, it says, uh, and this is Bartimaeus, and Jesus is speaking to him and says, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus knew he was blind. He wanted to know what he'd say. What do you want me to do for you? Well, I need a cup full of money because I'm, I'm a beggar. I need a better jacket because it's cold out here when I'm digging. I need a new parish. What do you want me to do for you? He said, I want to see. He says, go. You're here. Can I ask you here today, what do you want? Tell Jesus what you want. What are you saying? What are you speaking? What are you declaring? Tell Jesus what you want. Amen? What do you see? What do you say? Last one. What, you, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? I just think you're still awake. Right? Is this helping anybody? No, yeah, awesome. yeah. It's helping me. I'm preaching myself. <laughs> I feel better about myself. I was feeling really insecure when I came in. A little down, a little flat. No, not really. What do you do? There's a saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. It's, it's, it's innate. It's ingrained. It's If I cheat on my taxes here, I do this here. If I do How I do anything is because... Because that's who I am. So if how you do anything is how you do everything, why don't you just do it bold? And why don't you just do it brave? And why don't you just do it fearless and say, come on, let's go. 
come on, enemy, if you're going to throw everything at me, throw everything at me because my God is bigger. My God is greater. More are, more are with me than I can see before me. I'm surrounded by heavenly hosts. I've got ministering spirits that are working on my behalf. God has already gone before me. He's already made a way where there seems to be no way. Why don't you just live a big, bold life? Why don't you just do it full tilt, pedal to the metal? Let's go. Let's shake this thing. Let's have a good old crack at it. I, I don't know about you, but Jesus isn't boring. He doesn't call us to a boring life. He doesn't call it. Anyway, that's, that's just a thought for you. But what did God say to Joshua? Moses has been the leader. There's three million people. They're, they're walking through the wilderness. They've been in slavery for 400 years. Now they've been walking in the wilderness for 40 years. Moses doesn't enter. He says, I, I know you're used to following, but now I want you to leave. Yeah. And as you leave, I want you to be bold and courageous. Yeah. I want you to be bold and courageous. I want you to, to experience what I've got for you. I want you to be bold and courageous. Church, let's be bold and courageous. Let's step up and let's step out. Let's dream big. Let's speak big. And let's experience all that God has for us. Because there's a world out there that's hurting and broken. There's people out there living in fear. There's people out there that, that are so consumed by what they're facing right now. And they need the injection of faith. Yeah. They need you to be in their world to, to bring faith and hope and positivity and optimism and vision on their behalf. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. I, I want to be the strength beside somebody when they're weak. I, I, was, I was at Coles the other day and, and a lady in a, in a big four-wheel drive and, a, and her daughter, and a, she was an L, L plater, she, just, she went to turn, foot slipped off the clutch, just jerked forward straight into another car, smash. And it was big. It was like it was, it was a big smash in a car park. And I got over, and the lady was visibly shaking. The daughter jumped out of the seat. You went in the back seat. She was, and I just put my hands on her shoulders and just said, "It's okay. Just relax." And and I just became a, a source of peace in her work. It, it's just an accident. Cars can be fixed. It, do you know what I mean? Nobody's hurt. It just just a voice of. But it was like, I felt like God said, go and stand with that woman and represent me in this moment. Yeah. And then I walked to a shop and I got a, a dustpan and broom and I went over and I cleaned up the glass. And she said, what are you doing? And, and I said, oh, I just want to help. Are, are you okay? Can I get you a bottle of water? Do you need anything? And then somebody else came over and said, oh, so I saw your daughter hit that car. I said, oh, that wasn't my daughter. I don't know who they are. Why'd you do that? I said, I just wanted to, just wanted to help. Just wanted to bring some calm. We can be the calm in the chaos. We can step into other people's situations because of our faith, because of the way we do life. And, and when we do life, it's loving God and loving others. It's, it's looking beyond self and circumstance. And I'm, ex I'm, I'm excited. I know these are crazy times. I know these are weird times. We've, I've, done, I've done ministry for 28 years. I've been a Christian all my life. I was born Christian. <laughs> I, I, I've done ministry I've never experienced anything like these times but if I can tell you honestly I sense God about to move and God wanting to move in our lives and wanting space like Melissa was saying you know it may feel awkward it may, but just lift your hands and, and I, I, can I encourage you this year as you dream towards the future just lift your hands and look to Jesus just lift your hands and wait on him. What's, what's lifting hands? It's the international sign of surrender. We need to come to a point in our lives where we just say, Jesus, I surrender. I don't have it all together. I am a work in progress. I'm broken. 
I make mistakes, but Jesus, I'm dependent on you. I wait on you. I want you. I need you. When we do that, life works. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.